You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live with Jack and Dreen Canelli as your hosts. And uh, before we uh, introduce our next guest, I want to mention that... Uh, you know, we were talking with Father Kinsler how it would be nice if we could see a picture of his car. For those of you, of our listeners, who are in at that part, um, we are going to post a photo of his car after the accident on the uh, Real Presence uh, Radio uh, Facebook page. So you can take a look. I think it'll be up sometime later today. So if you want to see what we were talking about, there it is. But uh, with that, let's go ahead. Let's start with our next guest, and I would like Dreen would like to introduce her. Yes, I'd like to welcome to our. I wish I could say I'd like to welcome her to our studio, but um, she's a mom, and and life happens, and so those darn kids get sick. <laughs> yes, so we're we're just thrilled that um, Marissa Dupont, Dupont can be with us today by phone to share with us an exciting uh, new educational opportunity in Fargo called St. Monica's Montessori School. Um, but before that, Marissa, would you please just take a few minutes and introduce yourself to our listeners? Absolutely. Thanks, Doreen. Um, yeah, so Marissa Dupont, and I am married to Jeff Dupont, um, and we just celebrated six years this month of being married, and we have three uh toddler boys that are running around <laughs> the world today. Thanks for them. <laughs> for um, and Declan will be five in a week, and Patrick will be four a week after that. And then we have a two-and-a-half-year-old named Leo. So we're we're busy, and life life is good. Um, yeah, Jeff works at John Deere, and I stay home and sort of run a school. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of where we're at. Um, and where did you grow up, Marissa? What's your, um, like, your background? Absolutely, yeah. So I grew up in Maine, North Dakota, um, and I moved to Fargo um, as a junior in college, and I went to NDSU and finished my degree um, in sociology, um, actually. So it's interesting, yeah, it's an interesting aspect of Montessori and sociology. Um, sociology is like the study of people in groups, basically. And, yeah, Montessori, Maria Montessori um, studied people a lot. So it's just an interesting connection. But, um, yeah, I lived in Fargo almost longer than I lived in Mandan now. So <laughs> it feels like home. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, thank you. We're so happy you're here. Did you say the is the school in your home? N- not in my home. Okay. Uh, right now, right now the school's in my sister-in-law's basement, um, which sounds sketchy, but it's a really beautiful basement. <laughs> Um, and it's a yeah, it's a very large open basement. And so this year, just being our startup year, we decided to save on costs um, and do it that way. But ne- we're actually in the process of looking for a facility for the fall. All right. So, Marissa, um, let's start with the just a little bit about the Montessori philosophy of education and the Montessori philosophy of um, how to engage the child. Could you just give us a little nutshell? Um, explanation of those things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Montessori, to me, when before I learned about it, I thought it was kind of like 
oh, it's for those people. <laughs> like, I just thought it was kind of not anything I would ever be interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, learning about it and learning that, you know, Mon- Maria Montessori um, was a doctor and she developed the method of education called the Montessori Method now. And she studied children um, and she studied, you know, their different developmental planes. And she really wanted to educate them in a way that would make sense to them in their current um, developmental place. And she worked with developing this method where she could take abstract concepts and make them concrete experiences for the child. And she did this, you know, so beautifully that even now, you know, it's been over 100 years and people are still using her method. So very, very beautiful way to follow the developmental um, progression of a child and um, be able to build those growth and fine motor skills and meet the needs of each child where they're at instead of taking an entire room of children at a single pace. That's beautiful. (laughs) And um, did she spend a particular um, segment of her life studying the development of the child, where did she, you know, how did she develop her methods? Was it? Absolutely, yeah. So she was, um, doc, she was a doctor, Dr. Montessori. Like and a medical so doctor? Did, Do you mean, mm-hmm, okay. Yep, yep, yep. And she, there's a very long tale of how she ended up being put in charge of this um, classroom of children. And, um, she, she just was like, okay, how can we do this the best way? And um, as a doctor, she's like, all right, let's let's just study and observe the child and see what they do. And I am no expert um, by any means on Maria Montessori, but looking at um, just basically what she did is categorize, yeah, so she says three- to six-year-olds, you know, they're, they're kind of all on one developmental plane. And this is sort of how they perceive the world. And so when we approach three- to six-year-olds, um, we should approach them by really helping them understand physical, excuse me, abstract concepts in a very physical way so they can touch and feel and experience. And they're also very attracted to beauty and order. And, which doesn't make sense if you have three to six year olds. <laughs> they're disorderly. <laughs> but they're attracted to beauty and order. And they have a natural like reverence for things um, if, if they're presented in that way. And so, yeah, watching the children come into, into the environment is just, oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. I've had the, you know, the opportunity to witness. Um, so, that is a little bit of background on the Montessori method and technique and the respect for, if, for the dignity of the, of the child in their developmental stages. Mm-hmm. So um, can you just talk a little bit about um, how it happened that, I mean, I know we have other Montessori um, schools in Fargo, um, but why yeah. St. Monica's Montessori? Yeah, so this all started as a dream of my sister-in-law, Kayleen Yeager. Um, she actually about five, six years ago, started the Catechesis of the Good Shepherd program at Holy Spirit Parish. And that is a Montessori religious education program. Um, so she started that, and families started to have that experience at that preschool level, the three- to six-year age. 
um, of the Montessori education, and communities started to kind of understand what Montessori was a little bit more. And then last year, my children finally hit the right age to attend. And within a few weeks, I was noticing my children, like, just, first of all, begging to go to what they call church school, which was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also, like, literally owning that knowledge and trying to teach me. You know, Patrick at the time was just, had just turned three, like, that week. And he goes, Mom, Mom, did you know Jesus is the light of the world? Wow. And I, I, yeah, my jaw just cracked. And I was like, honey, I, I did know that, but I am so happy you know that. <laughs> um, and he just had this light in his eyes. And he, he's like, Mom, I know that. You know, like he could see that. And it was like three weeks into attending this program. And so with the catechesis of the Good Shepherd, fueling her for the last, you know, few years before that, she was like, Lisa, I, my dream is to take this method of education further and not just have it as a religious component once a week, but as an, an educational opportunity for children, but in a Catholic way. So not, you know, Montessori was, Maria Montessori was Catholic, but her method has been, you know, taken and kind of sterilized. And so any, you know, anyone can use the method without introducing religion. Or, or with introducing whatever religion they want, um, but you, can, you know, you can still do it in a very Catholic way. And so, that was the dream: is to try to reincorporate Catholic into Montessori and um, have a very um, whole education, right? You know, not compartmentalize it at all, and still use catechesis of the Good Shepherd um, as the religious component of the classroom but um, also have, you know, that day-to-day education in the Montessori way. And so it was a, she presented it to me as a dream, and I was like, well, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So so I just jumped in, and and then we did it. And God is so beautiful in the way he brought everything together over the course of, it was literally six months probably from having those conversations to opening our doors. Lightning speed, as they say. Marissa, we're we're coming up on a break here, but I was wondering if you could, in the next uh, 30 seconds or so, uh, describe what, if someone comes into your school, what do they see that's different from a normal classroom setting? Uh, You're going to see a lot of materials. So there's shelf after shelf after shelf of different, they're called works. Um, different trays of works that the children can do, and it's it it's kind of overwhelming at first because you're like, what are all these things? There's so many works. I mean, I I don't know, a hundred plus different trays of works in the classroom. Um, and if you're if school is in session, you're going to see thirteen little kids, um, most of whom are engrossed at their own table doing a work that they chose and took off the shelf and sat down and started to complete. So um, hopefully you're going to see a very peaceful and beautiful environment. Okay, yeah. well, let's, let's, uh, let's go to a break now, and we'll pick up uh, on the other side of the break. And for you listeners out there, you're listening to Real Presence Live. We're talking to Marissa Dupong about the St. Monica's Montessori School in Fargo. And uh, more to come on the other side of the break. So stay with us. 
This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. I, when I first started listening to Real Presence Radio, my go-to show was Catholic Answers. Okay. And I liked, the, I liked the, uh, the, the subject matter when they would say people that aren't Catholic. No, mm-hmm. None of the Catholics can call in, just the, those Catholics, just the non-Catholics. Or if you have a problem, or if you're pro-choice. And it really fed me with um, logic and understanding. Um, I, I really believe, I'm obviously very pro-life, but to be able to answer somebody's questions who's post-choice. Mm-hmm. And to listen to that um, really gave me the fruit of being able to really put forth a counter and to educate them to evangelize. And that really, um, a life is, is a life from the very beginning. Um, so it's those kind of those kind of uh, fruits that just uh, that I I learn time and again. I'm Pam Paul from St. Michael's Church. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. Real Presence Radio is available on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, Okay, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, Play Sioux Falls, or Play AM 970, or Play WWEN. From there, you can use words like Play, Pause, and Stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Google Assistant devices. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Okay, go ahead, Doreen. <laughs> Lead us in. You're so good, Jack. Welcome back to Real Presence Live, and we're thrilled to have with us on the phone Marissa Dupong, who's been talking to us and educating us in the Educational Philosophy of Maria Montessori and a local opportunity for um, families to educate their children through a Montessori experience. And a lot of people have heard the word Montessori, but they really don't know exactly what it means other than it's a different kind of education. And uh, we were talking about that on the other side of the break, and I was wondering, if Marissa, if there's anything more you'd like to add to that on this side of the break. Yeah, so it is hard to sort of describe Montessori education and I would say um, one of the one of the things about Montessori is that it's very sensorial it's very um, it's very of the senses right so um, the best way to understand Montessori education is to see it and to feel it and we before we went on this pro- this this process of opening St. Monica's we actually went down to way of the shepherd in Blaine Minnesota or excuse me the way of the shepherd in Blaine Minnesota and their head of school has been working with us to make sure that we you know we are sticking to truly Montessori philosophy. And then they're actually a Catholic Montessori school in the Archdiocese. So um, also making sure that we incorporate that Catholic curriculum 
throughout the program. Um, but we were able to observe and sit and just be present in the classroom. And when you walk into a Montessori classroom, there's this peace and this beauty. And the, you know, the works that the children are doing are very um, engrossing for the child. So, you know, they're not just sitting and, you know, learning about the letter A. They are holding, um, you know, the A. They all learn the letters based on their sound. And so they're holding the letter A, and they're finding objects that sound like A. And it's, it's incorporating the, the mental and the gross motor skills, and it's incorporating um, the littlest kids who can't, you know, really do, you know, writing. They're practicing tracing different shapes so that they get the, the fine motor skills of being able to write very soon after that. And, um, so yeah, is- everything goes from a very concrete to, a, to working towards the abstract. So the t- the teacher though is not necessarily up there lecturing, but more oh, circulating no. around the room, and the kids are kind of doing a self discovery sort of thing. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> we have, so I, we have thirteen kids, so we have a very a variety of ages from three to six, and every uh, all the children are picking the the works that they want to work on at that moment. Um, and then the, the guide is what we call a teacher, um, is going around and, you know, maybe think, hey, Declan, could I introduce you to a new work today? And it would take maybe take Declan over to show him a more advanced work that he was ready for. Or, you know, maybe she would take one of the younger children and reintroduce a work that she noticed maybe um, the child was struggling with the day before or and there's always an assistant present, and so maybe the assistant had noticed that the child had struggled with or something, you know? And so the the flow of the classroom is really determined on by the observation of the children day to day. And there's really only a couple times in the day where the teacher's kind of commanding the attention or the guide is commanding the attention of all the children at once. And that's during the times when they're focusing on building that community of the classroom. Um, they do some circle time, you know, where they sing songs and that sort of thing. And we have class lunch together where the um, teacher reads aloud from a storybook. Um, but other than that, it's very individual or small group. Maybe she'll take two or three kids to introduce a new concept or a new work. Um, but it's, yeah, it's very different. And I would highly encourage anyone who's interested we have an open house um, coming up this week on Thursday, um, and we also will have additional open houses. And if those don't work for you and you and you want to experience the classroom, we do allow observation during the classroom day, or you know we can set up a time for you to talk with us or you know tour the classroom when it when it works out best for you as well. And you can contact us through our website, which would be. Um, com. So it's just St. Monica's Monastery, all one word. Is it is Saint abbreviated or capitalized? Or? Yeah, it's just S-T-M. So com. It's all one word, no periods or anything. Okay. Try to keep it simple. Yep, okay. And that's just dot <laughs> yep. com. So yeah, is St. Monica Montessori or Monica's? Monica's. 
Okay, but is there, it's, it's, is there is there a, a there's no punctuation? No punctuation. No. No punctuation. Okay. Nope. Just letters. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying yeah. that. Do you know what time the mm-hmm. open house is tomorrow? Yes, yeah, it's six thirty to eight tomorrow I w- evening. I would hope so. She's going to be there. Yeah. Well, we, <laughs> I want the listeners to know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Six thirty to eight tomorrow evening, and yeah, we're definitely willing to. Um, willing to set up additional times as well. We're working on setting up some times for February for additional open houses. And then, um, like I said, if you wanted to do um, any sort of tours or observations, we could arrange that as well. Um, this year, just to clarify, this year we have a the three- to six-year classroom, and next year we'll be opening up the next level of classroom, God willing, um, mm-hmm. um, of six- to nine-year-olds. And it'll it'll be... Uh, a really exciting experience to be a part of that um, first grade school level Montessori classroom. Oh, that is exciting! Yeah. And having yeah. having observed and done some work in uh, in the atriums, the, the catechesis of the Good Shepherd, um, it it really is astounding to observe these children at mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And I can attest to that because yeah. Doreen comes home and she will tell me about it and it just sounds <laughs> really amazing. And so it's kind of like, this is the fruit of the catechesis of the Good Shepherd, I think, mm-hmm. you know, that it's oh, expanding absolutely. beyond because you probably have parents as well as children saying, this is a good thing. We want to keep it going. Well, and we as oh. adults always learn from the children something, you know, yeah. of our so faith. So much. Mm-hmm. And, and I would hope throughout yeah. our listening area there are other families and other uh, groups of families that are, uh, you know, considering Montessori as an option for their kids, you know, either through their parents or on mm-hmm. their own. So, you know, Yeah. Well, I know they already have two Catholic Montessori schools in, in Diocese of Bismarck, in Mandan, where I grew up, which is a funny thing, mm-hmm. considering, <laughs> um, that are very, very well attended, and they're having a, me- a very amazing success. So... Um, I know that Montessori is spreading, for sure. Yes, yes, it's beautiful. Yes. Any other final mm-hmm. thoughts, Marissa, for our listeners? I don't think so. I think we covered everything. But if you do have any questions, please, we're, I'm, I'm very willing to chat with anybody. Um, if you do contest, contact us through the website, you're contacting me, basically. So um, no, don't hesitate. And um, we would love to chat with you and just share our vision and... Um, love to welcome you as a part of our school. Very good. Thank you. Well, thank you, Marissa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys interviewing us yes. today. And I hope that you have a peaceful afternoon with your three little boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know we will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now we come to the high point of our day here at Real Presence Live, and that is our technical director preview of the next show and our tech technical director today is Therese. So, Therese? Yeah, thank you, Jack. So, just wanted to let everyone know what's coming up on tomorrow's Real Presence Live from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Steve Splonskowski and Roxanne Solonen are your hosts coming to you live from the Fargo studio. How has God blessed you and how can we give back? They'll discuss this with Steve Schoens from the Diocese of Fargo. Then, do you have trusted sisters in your life? Marcy Stockman will share about why this is important for Catholic women. All that and more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's on Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. 
back to you. I think Dreen's a little jealous with uh, <laughs> Steve and Roxanne because she would really like to interview Marcy, Marcy Stockman. No. We yes. had the opportunity to do that before. Oh, so, yes, we yeah. did. Okay, well, share, that, the, share the joy. We got, uh, I don't know if we're going to have uh, a time for a joke or not, but uh, let's go ahead. Let's see what can, we can do. Okay. Why are winter days great? Uh, because they're gray. They aren't actually. The sun shines more in the winter in North Dakota than in the okay. summer. Why are they great? They're so much fun. <laughs> well, that wraps up our Real Presence live show for today. And we have a lot of snow this year already. But we'll be back next month with more hilarity like that. <laughs> okay. But stay tuned for more great programming on Real Presence Radio today. Women of Grace with Johnette Williams is coming up next. Thanks for being with us today. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.